Welcome, everyone, to the latest episode of the Here's Johnny podcast. I am one of your hosts, Larry. And I am your other host, Justin. Uh, Where the fuck are you in your background? I don't know. When I was scrolling through the turn that setting, I, I threw it on. It's actually <laughs> distracting me, too, so I'm going to change it. Uh, we are taking a quick break from Resident Evil. Oh, Resident Evil. From Aliens. <laughs> and the reason why we're doing that uh, is to tackle a Resident Evil film. Yep. Um, we have tackled all the other ones. This one is actually pretty available to get on video on demand now. So um, we decided, since we have done the other six, we should look at the seventh. We'll decide whether that was a good idea or not as we go along. That's a nice um, one putting it. Yeah, a couple of cleanup things. Justin is providing the campfire question tonight yes so if you are a patron make sure you stick around after the episode for that uh he and i were on a patreon special over for the zombie girls where justin won the feminist trivia night so congratulations are due for you clap, thank clap, you clap. uh there's a gif uh that is floating around now that uh is of me that will probably live with me forever good good uh the newest episode of the Untitled Nick Cage show is out with me and Rachel over there on their network. Um, we reviewed The Cotton Club, which was a mistake because Nick Cage is barely in it. And when he is in it, it's incredibly racist and awful. It's a very bad movie. So that's kind of a bummer. And Justin, you're recording what, your second episode in two weeks with Rachel? Uh, yeah. Uh, no, well, yeah. Um, doing, uh, oh, oh my God, sorry. <laughs> my, what's that? Kassikoff. Yeah, Cast of Call. Man, my head is just not in the game today. Uh, yeah, it's uh, I'm doing Cast of Call with her because uh, DJ's out. Mm-hmm. So I'm there, and I'm like caught up to where they are. So good, good. Yeah. All right, so that's the kind of like cleanup house housework stuff. What's been new with you, man? Um, not really much. I haven't really like played much this week i played a little bit more of uh stranger of paradise or stranger in paradise uh final fantasy origin i think i've heard there's some dungeons from like other games in that game kind of Uh, it's very weird i'm only like i don't know i (laughs) i feel like i'm really far in it but i also feel like i might only be like a quarter of the way through it's really hard to tell the story sucks ass, <laughs> but... Uh, oh, really? It's... F- I mean, it's funny, though. Like, I don't know. I, I think it's hilarious, but it's not, like, a Final Fantasy story. Well... Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other than that, um, I'm trying to think. What did I watch? I watched this film. Movie. Uh, <laughs> movie, yes. Uh, I also watched Hellbender, John Shutter. It's like a... I don't want to give it away because if i say what it is it basically gives like it spoils it um but it's a uh it's your it's it's a movie that is very up yours and rachel's alley and not mine okay so pretentious yeah artsy fartsy (laughs) up its own butt yes yes. but it's not to say it's bad it just like it didn't hit with me but i can your cup of tea yes but i can definitely see why people like it okay Cool. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I want to talk about is 
as today, as we're recording, so March 31st, I actually had an yes. article go live. That's uh, right, on Dread XP. Yes, on Dread XP. That was like a short uh, Q&A with uh, none other than Mr. Resident Evil himself, uh, Shinji yes. Mikami. And, How uh, fitting. Yeah, all right. I mean, I, I, I... It's almost like we planned it. Almost. Almost. <laughs> I actually didn't know it was going up today until today, so... Um, but yeah, and uh, Kenji Kimura, they're basically the people behind Ghostwire Tokyo. So go check that out. It was a lot of fun. Some pretty... Yeah, we should include that in the show notes. Yeah. Oh, I will, definitely. Uh, okay, and perfect. some uh, other exciting stuff coming up kind of close to the end of the month. Yes, that you can't talk about yet. Yeah, but I'm excited. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, but I think that is it for me. What about yourself? I actually have a lot. Uh, so... I am sorry, but I actually tackled a shit ton of stuff this week. I am on episode 207 of Dragon Ball Z. Uh, Gohan is in high school. Oh, yeah. yeah. Goku has another kid named Goten. Goten, yes. Goten. Yes. Uh, it's very interesting. They're getting ready to start like the next World Martial Arts Tournament. Apparently, Goku can come back from the dead for one day to compete. So that's really interesting. So, I have a question. Uh, when you are done Dragon Ball Z, are you going to go on to Dragon Ball GT? Yeah, I have a whole master list of watching it all chronologically. Oh, that and that includes everything, even the non-canon stuff. I'm sorry that you have to watch Dragon Ball GT, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm still having fun. I was like, obviously, I kind of fell off for there for a few weeks, but I'm getting back into it. Uh, I'm still watching The Circle season three. That's a show that I watch with Devin, but she has bumped up her hours to like twelve hours a day in accounting now. Damn. Yeah, twelve hours Monday through Friday, eight on Saturday, and like four on Sunday. It's You'll see her eventually. Yeah, so I that's a show we watched together, so I haven't finished that yet. I finished The Movies That Made Us, season three. I only had like two episodes left. Uh, the Coming to America episode was really good. Yes. I think that might have been my favorite of all of them. Okay, I can see that, yeah. It's not my favorite movie that they covered, but like the way they covered a lot of that stuff with Eddie Murphy and stuff, like I thought it was really, really, really well done. And then I also finished the first season of next level chef um it's just a goofy cooking show i can watch that shit for days okay movies i tackled a lot justin you had a lot I of watched, free time on your hands this week <laughs> i was doing a lot of homework justin <laughs> so two screens uh shrek oh we talked about this didn't you watch yes. shrek like last oh, saturday fuck, uh, yeah last saturday yep hook okay another great movie I know. I it saw it on Netflix, and I was like, "Oh man!" Uh, Devin and I went last Sunday to go see the new movie, The Lost City. Right. Right. And with how Sandra was that? Bullock and Channing Tatum. It was really funny. Um, I mean, it's a rom com. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe, like, obviously, I'm a huge Harry Potter fan, and like, I I love watching his movies. It's just so cool because I think he has like the fu money that he can just take roles and like whatever he's in these kind of goofy roles, like Guns Akimbo and stuff. So I, I, it's funny because like I feel like him and Robert Patterson, Pat, blah, 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 Robert Pat, Pattinson, yeah. yeah, Rob Pat, made so much money on like obviously like Twilight and Harry Potter uh -huh. that now they can just do r weird <laughs> roles that they they like. can take roles they want to take right yes. and just have fun with it and yeah. like it's cool because they're cool doing like, Rob Pat. There's an interview where there's like several interviews if you go on to YouTube where he just talks about how his favorite game is, Final, is Resident Evil 7. Resident Evil, Final Fantasy 7. Oh, I heard, I heard about this. <laughs> yeah, and I, I don't know. I just I like both those actors. I watched the movie The Producers with Gene oh, Wilder. Gene Wilder and uh, Mel Brooks? Yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, wait. It, is Mel Brooks actually in that movie? I, he is the so writer-director. 
Right. It's his first directorial movie. Yeah. Uh, I have. I knew what it was. I'd never actually seen it all. Um, that's a funny movie, man. <laughs> yeah. It, yep. <laughs> oh man, if that came out today, oh boy. Well, it's it's like that in Blazing Saddles, right? Like they just yeah. wouldn't. I, I think I might take a slow burn through the movies of Gene Wilder because I I love him so much. Oh man, Blazing. <laughs> I know my house know. was a Blazing Saddles. <laughs> yeah, I can. That's that 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 Blazing Saddles. Uh, Hear no evil, see no evil, and obviously Willy Wonka are ones that like, I really know of his. So I'm gonna have yeah. a lot of fun, and obviously Young Frankenstein. So, but there's someone there that I don't know, but I've always loved Gene Wilder. Yeah, obviously Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City, <laughs> which was watched... the best movie you watched all week, right? Yes, and then I watched two Dragon Ball Z movies because like, okay. I'm following chronological order. Yeah, I watched BoJack Unbound, which is like, like BoJack Horseman. No, <laughs> it's an alien dude. It's like non-canon. Basically, there's this tournament and it's hijacked by aliens and it's whatever. And then I watched Broly's Second Coming, which is where Go Goten, Baby Trunks, uh, and Gohan take on Broly. I don't know. I still don't know who Broly is. I've seen him, but... Uh... He's like a legendary Saiyan. He's a bad guy. Okay. So there's another Saiyan now? Oh, Justin. It's not canon, so oh. <laughs> it is what it is. Okay, so uh, I know Broly's like the guy who was like a creep, right? Like his voice actor was a creep? Did not know that. I have not dived much into the show outside of what I get from the show. Oh. Yeah, that's all if I remember. If it's not Piccolo or Gohan, I don't care really either because those are my two favorite characters. That's fair. Man, yeah. you don't like... Oh, I guess you're not at him yet. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, games, though. I did yes. some fucking work. Right. I beat Dead Space 3. Yes, which we will be reviewing next week, which That's I right. am... <laughs> like, I think it's the, the first three. time I've ever beaten a game before you. Yeah, I barely started <laughs> yeah and i i'm not like putting my like, i didn't put the gas pedal down either like, i did all the side quest stuff outside yeah. of the co-op because it's, the servers are dead we'll talk about that that'll be yeah. uh, heavily impacted on our score yeah but uh obviously now i've caught up entirely on that franchise and i'm excited to do the last review of that series um octopath i am trying to catch up to the p in our discord because he got that recently when it was on sale and he is flying through it he says it's He's gonna play a lot of games. Yeah. Um, he's like a big old school RPG guy, and I told him I think he would like it. He's been loving it, so I'm trying to catch up to him. I tried playing the original Gears of War. Oh yeah. I um, did you play it. like the HD version or whatever? The one on Game Pass. I think that's the HD one. Yes. Uh, I hated it. Oh, dude, those games do not hold up. Like, I wanted to play it because I wanted. Because I have an Xbox, thanks to Steven, um, and I'm trying to, like, enjoy the Game Pass while I have it before I cancel it before we need it again, right? Um, actually, Devin and I are actually going to play through the Master Chief Collection together when she's done with PAX season. Just, I thought it would be fun for the two of us to go through that, all that. That'll be good. That'll be fun, yeah. It'll be fun. Put on this easy and just have a good time. Um, but I wanted to play Gears of War, because obviously it's a big franchise, like a big and I never touched. Uh, yeah. Oh, you, you haven't touched them? No. They were. Oh, well, see, the first one was rough, kind of even when it came out. Because there's I hated this whole. It. I, I I retired it because like obviously I'm tracking my stuff on how long to beat. Yeah. I retired it. Like I'm playing on super yeah. like, the easiest mode, and like I'm getting killed because the, the whole thing's like staying cover, popping up, taking like two shots, and hiding again. I don't like those. Kind um, of games. on the easiest difficulty, you can just run around chainsawing people to death, which is fun. <laughs> I tried that. I was getting killed. Really? On the wow. 
Yeah. I mean, I guess it's been a long time since I've played it. Yeah, it, it was just not my kind of thing. So I actually moved on to another thing that you and I have talked about before, and I've like flirted with it. I sent you a TikTok a little while ago that made both of us feel really old. Do you remember? The Kingdom Hearts thing? Yeah. I am playing Kingdom Hearts, and I am going to try to get the Platinum. I have a few kind of easy ones and kind of hard ones, and I'm starting off with a hard one. I have to do... Oh, hold on. Actually, I am going to bring up my PSN profiles because I know I am also close to... uh... Profile. So I have to get to level 100. I have to beat Sephiroth. I have to do all the synthesis shit. So that's a bunch of them right there. But the one I'm working on right now, I'm working on two. Okay. I have to do an entire playthrough. Without changing your equipment. And never dying. You did it on easy though, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> I'll have to play through again on proud mode. That's another trophy I have to get. Um, Sorry, I'm, but... I'm currently looking up my... No, you're good, Trophies. but I mean, obviously, RPGs are where I'm at, since I've put down Destiny, right? I have more time to kind of play these solo adventures and enjoy them myself, right? Um, so I'm not far into it. I'm almost The first one, with, right? Yeah, I'm almost done with Alice uh, in Wonderland. Oh, see, we should, we should play that. Oh, man, I have, I have a lot to do. Uh, well, a lot of them are like Coliseum and Synthesis-based. Yeah, mine are like do all the special bosses because I'm not doing them because. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck it. Once you get to level 100, like my my plan is to beat them all on almost all to be honest. After like I'm proud on easy mode. Like after I get the clear, like yeah. just do it there. Beat the bosses there. Yeah, and I guess like the the staves and shields. I know there's like one that's like super hard to get for each of them. Yeah. Man, fuck. But it's gonna be a, like I want to I want to do it. Yeah, like, that's fair. It's 20 years old, which is crazy. It makes me feel old as dirt, but yeah, there's that. Uh, books, um, working my way through Return of the King, and I have about half left of that builder's book, the Redwall Mouse Adventure oh, yeah, kind yeah, of book yeah. thing. Other stuff, Stephen, um, a good friend of the show, and one of my good friends, his bachelor party was last Friday night. We went to a board game bar. It was a lot of fun. Next weekend is his wedding, and I'm officiating that, so that'll be fun. Oh, nice. Tomorrow night, I am volunteering for the Ecology Center that I volunteer at here in town. Um, they're having like an information booth at the first Friday event downtown, so I'm just going to stand there for three or four hours and just talk to people. School continues, but the coolest thing is that it's WrestleMania weekend. Uh, I know a lot of people don't really care about it, but for me, it's a really good time to sit back and watch really stupid, mindless television and watch... A lot of people just do gymnastics and do fun things. It's like Cirque du Soleil with punching. So, <laughs> I guess that's one way to put it. <laughs> yeah. But, Justin, that's it. We can't put it off any longer. Are you ready to talk about Welcome to Raccoon City? And so I wake in the morning and I step outside and I take a deep Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City, or the Should've one... Should have a long fucking fart noise. <laughs> the one where the film is entirely shot super dark, so you can't see what's going on half the time. Yep. Is a 2021 action horror film based on the video game series, 
written and directed by Johannes Roberts. Roberts directed both of the 47 Meters Down films. He also directed the sequel to The Strangers. And if I had known this information before I watched the movie, I think I would have been prepared for some of the directorial choices that we got throughout. Never seen the uh, Strangers sequel. That's like the don't, one that's like all 80s. Don't. Yeah, don't. It's a... No, the, the first Strangers movie, we, we'll have to get to that when we get to Deranged Man again. That's probably, probably one of the scariest movies I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I agree. Um, And he ruins everything about it. <laughs> everything that made it scary, the first one scary, he ruins. Uh, it serves as a reboot of the film franchise, which we know ended with the last Mila Jovovich film. It is the seventh live-action adaptation in the franchise. The film is set in the late 90s, which makes sense because this film very closely follows the plot of Resident Evil 1 and Resident Evil 2. Yeah, I think like the original game was like July 1998 and the second one was September. And I think this pl- takes place like just in September. I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, in 2017, this is a sad note. This was supposed to be a James Wan produced film with him actually having a hand in the writing. Yep. Uh, but when Roberts was brought on board, Wan set him out. Yeah. The film was originally shot in October of 2020, but had to have reshoots in May of 2021, which usually is never a good sign. Yeah. Uh, it was released during like the time of like high pandemic restrictions, but it was a surprise financial success. It was shot on a budget of $25 million, uh, probably because they didn't use many lights, and it grossed over $49 million at the box office. Um, it was also massively successful on video on demand. And it was the top rented movie upon its release. Our actors in this film, we have Kea, sorry if I'm going to butcher this name, Kea Scodelario as Claire. Uh, she got her show her start on the show Skins, but she's probably most well known by our horror fans because she had the lead role in the film Crawl. I have not seen Crawl. I think you'd like it. Actually, I know for a fact you'd like it. Stupid plot, alligator stuff is pretty cool. Okay, okay. Yeah, the plot's dumb, so don't go in for like a good story, but the alligator stuff is cool, and the dog doesn't die. Okay, that's good to know. Yes. Uh, we have Hannah Jean-Kamen as Jill Valentine. People might recognize her in Game of Thrones as Ornello, one of Daenerys' friends, but she was also Ghost in Marvel's Ant-Man and the Wasp. Robbie Amell plays Chris Redfield. He was Firestorm in the CW series The Flash, but I actually recognize him most as the shirtless jock in the babysitter movies i i i knew i knew some of these people but yeah. that's i honestly didn't know we had the most disappointing one tom hopper as albert wesker he was the extra fried chicken dick on tarly from game of thrones and he is also luther hargreaves from netflix's umbrella academy yeah we'll talk about him later we have avon yagio i hope i said that right he plays leon um okay. He got his start working on the Nickelodeon show Victorious. He actually has two video game credits from game adaptations of that show. Uh, and he was recently in Zombieland Double Tap. Donald Loge. Loga. Luge. I never had to say his last name. Hey, you Whatever. Got five. Yeah. Yeah. He's Brian Irons, right? Uh, he had a role in the TV series Sons of Anarchy, Vikings, Founded for Life. And he was Har- Harvey Bullock in Fox's Gotham TV show. Yeah. And finally, we have Neil McDonough, who I think is, like, the best casting in the whole movie. He plays William Birkin. 
Yes, he's always a military asshole in everything he plays. Good job, Justin. Yeah, he's <laughs> probably best known for his uh, portrayal as Lieutenant Buck Compton in the HBO series Band of Brothers. He was in the film Walking Tall Minority Report, and he is—I uh, haven't seen this show, but apparently he's in Yellowstone. Yeah, I haven't seen Yellowstone either. Yeah. Okay, that's what I got. Obviously, this is the point where we normally do 60-second summary, but I'm not wasting anybody's time, because I'm going to assume that if you are listening to this podcast, you are a horror fan. And if you are a horror fan, and you know we do video games on here, Resident Evil and Resident Evil 2 are staples. Yes. And the plots, even though the Mila Jovovich movies separated from them, right? Oh, yeah. The plots are well known of those games. So here it is. You have your STARS unit. There's a viral outbreak. The Umbrella Corporation's behind it. And basically they uncover stuff along the way. Yeah, and Raccoon City blows up. (laughs) Leading to a nuclear bomb blowing up Raccoon (laughs) City. And the characters I listed, with the exception of Birkin and Irons, make it out. Yeah. 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 There's your plot. So this is going to be really weird because I know you dislike this a lot more than me. And I'm trying to – none of these sections are, like, perfect. But if I sprinkle – Oh, I didn't give any of them a one if that's what you're wondering. No, no, no. I didn't think you would. I I actually don't think this will be as bad as the worst Resident Evil film we've reviewed. I don't. Uh, I don't. The one with them. Leon when they were underground and they had like the different like, it, that's retribution. You remember the one with their underground and they. Have, like, I, I do. I'm just trying to remember what I scored it. <laughs> okay. Well, I have them in front of me. Like I have like the final scores in front of me. We're gonna yeah. give our ultimate rankings here in a second. But I want you to tell me where would you like me to discuss the Johannes Roberts of it all? He is our writer director. So where would you want me to talk about the writing and directing? Uh, oh, let's go. Let's save that for. See, I kind of have it in. I have it mixed with plot and audio. I do too. I think. I think. Okay. I, I think we have to since he was writer and director. So why don't we talk about like the old, like the. Hmm, uh, yeah, I don't know. Whatever you want. It's just, <laughs> like, it's just really weird because yeah. we'll start with plot, and for me, I am a Mila Jovovich apologist for that series. Yeah. I think she's a badass. I think she's super cool. I know it doesn't follow the video game tightly, but I don't care because I'm invested in Alice's journey. And in a way, you almost have to... Well, maybe respect's the wrong word, but you have to appreciate the fact that they did try to do their own thing. Which is cool because then I don't have to tie it to the games, right? Yes. Because they did their own thing, and there's references, and there's enemies, and all that stuff, right? But I never have yeah. to, like, say the game did it better, because it's not trying to be the game. This was written by somebody who, I think, watched a speed run <laughs> of Resident Evil 1 and 2. And not Resident Evil 1 and 2 OG, Resident Evil 1 and 2 Remake. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, like, my, my ba- one of my biggest, like, weirdest issues with this game is, like... So it is clearly, like, here's for the fans of Resident Evil. 100%. But to the point where Michelle, my wife, doesn't really play a lot of games, Mm -hmm. it was, like, almost alienating for somebody who doesn't know 
Resident I can Evil that well. Because they have the doll references, they have key references. Like they have fucking something from Code Veronica in there. Yeah, they have Alexia and what's his face in there. Yeah, it's like the the twins, like yeah. tearing the butterfly apart, and like yeah, Lisa it's... Trevor. I had to explain that whole thing to her, and like, and, and, and that's the thing too is like, I like that as a. I mean, we've done everything, every mainline thing to that game franchise we have tackled so far. Yeah. And the only reason why we stopped doing the side stuff is we were just burnt out. We did too much Resident Evil. We, we, just, oh, went, we yeah. just did too much, especially with 6. 6 really killed us <laughs> for yeah, a I lot think, of reasons. I, I really think if 6 didn't happen, I would have been up for playing like all those side games still. I think so, too. I think so, too. But 6 was just... And there's some really cool things. Like, we get to go to the RPD, and it looks wonderful. And I feel like... Our introduction to the stars and seeing Leon as a really green cop and Birkin and like all this stuff. I like the change of Lisa Trevor where she's not a bad, like an enemy to be fought. She's a sympathetic character. I appreciate that because uh, she is. I, well, I semi agree. I don't yeah. think it's okay. I like it's weird that she's Claire's friend. I don't yeah, think that should have been a thing. It's not done well, no. but I always felt bad when you had the killer because like. Oh, she's got a tragic backstory, right? Yeah, very tragic. Probably one of the most tragic in the whole franchise. Yeah. Um, but this plot is just the video game. And like I told you when we were messaging about it, I would rather just play the video game. Yeah, this is like... <sighs> like, I'd rather go get Resident Evil Remaster and Resident Evil 2 Remake and, like, have a really good time. It's weird that they... So, obviously, they mix the first two games together and they set the plots so that they are literally happening on top of each other which which, is not how it should be happening no and uh, i mean it kind of happens in the way that it happens in the games for a reason yep and i mean granted i don't think you know it's hard to tell a eight hour or seven hour story in an hour and a half but trying to tell a 14 hour story in an hour and a half because you wanted to that was just a bad idea yeah we were talking about the plot would have been much better served if it was split into like a tv series right like yeah and like you can do the weird time thing but the thing is it needs to be split up right the outbreak at the spencer mansion is what led to the outbreak in raccoon city yeah because it wasn't maintained because the stars weren't listened to like think about resident evil 3 remake which i know a lot of people played because it sold really really well and it was a really fun game like if you think back to that like jill is like having like ptsd from her time there because no one's listening to her and it starts off with nemesis coming for her right yep and it's just weird because there are some, like I said, as a huge fan of the franchise, there are things about it that I really, really, really like. But the way that it's written, it's just like, it's just dumb. Like they shoehorn a lot of things in. Oh, I'm, like, I'm the itchy tasty thing was a fucking annoyance for me. Yeah. Like, I, I understand that, yes, there are some things that they want to put in there, which, you know, whatever, yeah. that's all, all the power to them. But, yes. I don't think your zombies have to talk and say itchy tasty 500 times no, or like I, I like, okay. I understand writing it on the door a little cheesy, but okay, whatever. That's fine. Yeah. But then you don't have to come back and like keep saying it over and over and over and over again. It's just. And for the most part, I felt, I want to put this in plot and we'll talk about it again, audio with the acting, but like, I feel like most of the characters felt like the characters we had in those original games too. 
Like yeah, Claire I mean, being a badass like, rebel, Chris being like a believer in the system, Jill being the badass that she is, Leon being a rookie cop. Like, yeah, I but feel he's like, like that. He's that he's given like he's, this weird comedy role. You're right, and it's like he's like dumb. Oh, he's like a straight up idiot in this, yeah. and it's like you can be green and not be dumb, and that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like there are things that are good, and there, but there are also things like again, I think William Birkin is the best translated character from game to movie yeah i i I agree i i think it's weird that like he is also done and over with so quickly both times we see him and it's also weird that like he ran the orphanage because they have to kind of shoehorn in that hey he knows the the red Red fields and man it's just very weird his wife who was like very empowered in the video games is relegated to nothing yeah like literally, she we the only time we see her is she is a, she's like crying. A and casualty. Screaming. Yeah, that's it. And we have Sherry, but she's also like pushed nothing. to the background. Yeah. yeah, and the worst though is what they did, and I'm going to talk about this twice in this review. The worst <laughs> okay. thing this movie does is Wesker. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Wesker to me is like on the Mount Rushmore of video game bad guys. Yeah, um, I can I, see that. It's. I've always liked him. I always thought he was cool. And even though we've had our problems with the Resident Evil movies, Wesker, where was the one where before he got recast? But like Wesker was always the Wesker from the games. Yeah, he was always like a. I mean, again, it was cheesy, a, but he was a badass and it was cool. Right? Yeah, like, and, and yes, and in this, like it's like they don't know if they want to make him evil or make him like. Or well, dumb, and, uh, or and the problem is, is that they they themselves are trying to speed run Resident Evil One and Two, so yeah. it's like we don't get enough time with any of the characters really to like. And they have this love angle them. a little oh, bit between Jill and Wesker, which is never, as far as I'm aware, never has been a thing. Nah, that's that's just weird. <laughs> and, like... and it doesn't need to happen. It belittles no. Jill, and it makes a weird complication for wesker because wesker is supposed to be a very uncaring like duplicitous agent who's been a part of the umbrella plan for so long yeah it's just it's just sloppy it's really sloppy it's really bad writing and it's fan service but it's fan service in a way that's just like really shitty well it's almost like (laughs) too much fan service like if they were gonna put that much of the game in sorry really gassy today uh they need to just like commit to doing okay here's resident evil one here's resident evil two not here's resident evil one and two let's put a hundred easter eggs in it and basically try to write the story in like 80 minutes it. yeah yeah because it's super it's a super short film so yeah that's what i'm saying like there are things in it that i think could have been done well and i actually i i personally feel that a adaptation of the game can be done because think about those sd perry books Oh, I love like, those books. <laughs> they are straight up taken from the game, like including like yeah. puzzles and stuff. And it reads good. Like it, it reads like it, it's not like a strategy guide, right? It, it reads like a story. So I feel like it could be done. I feel like this could happen. I feel like we could get a good translation. But my God, man, this was not it. No, I, I think... Oh man, I feel I feel like such an elitist talking like this, but I mean, I 
you need to have somebody who's got like a true like passion for the series who like or someone who appreciates what the series did but wants to tell their own story because again i go back there is nothing else to compare it to except for the original resident evil movies and they have their issues if you think about that very first one right oh the first one was awesome yeah, it has the zombies, it has your badass characters, it has the Umbrella Corporation. The Umbrella is like relegated to like nothing in this. Yeah, basically they started leaving the town already. Yeah. And it's just That's I it. don't know. Yeah. Plot this is man. So messy. I gave it a f- I gave it a 4. I also gave it a 4. <laughs> yeah, there was just stuff there that I thought could have been done well and there were some things I liked, but overall it was just yeah. Cinematography is probably going to be my least favorite category. Um, I mentioned it kind of leading up to this, but this film is so fucking dark. Yes. <laughs> and not dark like, oh, that's gritty, right? It's like yeah. hard to see what's happening. And there are movies that do that well. Um, the Descent is one that comes to mind. Oh, good call. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Or um, one of our top-rated pieces of medium on this podcast the Gerald's game oh yeah or or the country but i was thinking Gerald's game like with like the moonlight man right with the God, every fucking time well because like <laughs> if, if you're going to try to play with light and dark right with a character yeah. like that's where it's done best where is he there is he not there like that kind of stuff yeah in this one it's just bad and there's these hard cuts and there's these weird camera switches and horrible cgi and i was gonna say that for the end but <laughs> awful cgi that liquor is probably the worst liquor we have seen and that includes the original 2000 what 2001 yeah like off yeah. liquor we got and not even like a real liquor like a kind of liquor yeah it's bad like it's awful and it dude, is awful the zombie dogs look like shit the bird like, yeah the crow i don't i the zombies like, okay. look bad too. The only good looking zombie is the one where they recreated the original zombie shot from Resident Evil One, yes. right? Yeah. That one looks cool. But the rest of them all look like bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like and we've been apparently. making zombie movies for so fucking long now. Like, this should be down pat. You should have good zombies, and we don't have good zombies. Yeah, and, and I do appreciate that they okay, they tried to st- change it up and i don't know really like freshen that up and say okay these are like the the like quote unquote like fast zombies if you will sometimes sometimes, sometimes they are slower than i don't fucking they, well, they need could to have, they could have done the original God. ones but they were in the mansion they could have done the redheads oh yeah like the crimson heads yeah oh man like, why not no uh, well instead they wanted a uh, zombie to crawl towards somebody and then apparently decide that it was gonna like pull a jump scare on the guy like the zombie like oh okay so the lighter's going in and out and that was dumb. zombie is crawling towards that could Chris. have been cool and it was dumb it was it was like okay yes let's make the zombie think yeah i want i want to jump scare this guy before i try to kill him like what the fuck that's so yeah, stupid and this might, maybe we should put this in plot but like i do not know why you did not put nemesis in here or i don't mr. know x. why tyrant or mr x even yeah. like well, maybe not Nemesis, but you're right. Mr. I, I meant the Tyrant, Mr. X. Like, yeah. why not? You have all the scenes where you could have done it, especially with Leon and Claire. Why not? Why not? And, so and they, they, and to... they ruin Burke's transformation. Oh, my God. It's so bad. And, like, I, I'm a huge – one of my favorite parts in that first game is, like, playing the Moonlight Sonata 
and like yes. having that door open. And that is in here, but it's like yep. they go so hard to say, okay, this is the entrance to the it, to the mansion. It looks like yeah. one to one, and then like nothing and it else. It did too. The entrance to the mansion and the entrance to the police station were oh. astounding. Oh, I agree. Those are what mostly got the points here. Yeah, but then they go in the costumes. They all okay. The costumes, yes, yeah, they look like they're like so fucking bad. <laughs> but God, they, they damn, go Wesker so far bad. to like okay. We're going to start playing this song. It's not in the same room, which I had a beefs with just because they had just said, hey, here's the inside of the mansion. It looks exactly yeah. like one-to-one. If they're going to go with that, they need to try to like... 100%. Because apparently they asked Capcom and got blueprints for the RPD and the mansion from Capcom before they started making this movie. And then they do weird choices like the Moonlight Sonata, and then it gets completely cut off because... A helicopter has to crash because it crashed in two, so let's crash it yeah, in here. Yeah, but it crashed in two in the up. RPD. And the thing is, you have characters in the RPD, crash it there. Yeah, exactly. I... And the fucking CGI, man. It, I'm going to bring it up again. It is like it's when, bad, Justin. Like it's when bad. Lisa Trevor kills that liquor, it looks so bad. Like we're talking like Event I, Horizon I because... bad. <laughs> yeah. And Event Horizon has excuses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was made in the early '90s, and it was like going went through like development hell. This is just like I don't know. I gave it a two. Like I was, it was so dark. The CGI was shit. I it, it literally got a full point because there are some beautiful recreations of iconic scenes, but that's not going to save a shitty director doing a shitty job. Yeah, I, uh, I I gave it a three. I, I agree the the recreation of RPD and the mansion, especially like the entrance way. And I will say a cool shot I did enjoy was the guy on fire walking through the RPD. Yeah, that and then was he got cool. That was cool. <laughs> yeah, but then okay. he got shot, and I was like, "All right, well, that's that." <laughs> Audio. This is the one I was struggling the most with, because with okay. the exception of Wesker, yes, I felt like everyone did a really good job acting. I felt like the problem wasn't the actors; it was the writing. It was the script. Oh, the writing. You can, like, we have seen these actors and actresses in other things. Yeah. And they're great. They're fantastic. And then in here, it's like. I think they did a good job, like, delivering what they had. But the thing is, is it was just, the writing is so fucking bad. Yeah, it's. And, like, you can only do so (laughs) much with shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, it's. (sighs) In, like. The Resident Evil Mila Jovovich films yep. had kick-ass soundtracks. Like, yes, I'll give like you that. The yeah. opening score was amazing in the original one, and that kind of translated through. But they also brought in like really cool like rock songs throughout it, and like really synth wave shit. Like that was always a highlight. Even in the worst of them, it was always a highlight, right? Yeah. In this one, we do have some '90s stuff because this is set at the same time the games originally came out, which is cool. But like. That's not going to save you from, like, nothing. Like, there is no score to really talk about. And no, if you're going I, to take I, it from the games, like, pull the fucking save room music. I was just going to say they should have had the save room music. Or, like, if they should have gone into the room under the stairs, like, in the stair hall yeah. with, like, the, off the side room. That's a save room. And just, like, be there for a well, second. Well, like, when you're in the RPD, that RPD theme, for anybody who played Resident Evil 2 Remake in particular, like, you spend so much time in there, like... You know it. Just have it play in the background. If you're going yeah. to steer into it, just do it. And it's just it's just unexcusable. Uh, so, score non-existent. 
90s stuff okay acting really good script fucking terrible let's talk about wesker oh my this is like (sighs) this is the worst wesker we've got it's not even close it's not even close hopper i thought he was okay as dickon tarly i like him in umbrella academy i don't i have no problem with the actor yeah he's not albert wesker no, he doesn't have like the, the the presence. When I saw the trailer, I thought that the guy playing Birkin was Wesker. Oh, interesting. Man, and I think that would have fit. <laughs> Man, you know what? Okay, so they put these first two games in here. They fucking did Barry and Rebecca dirty again. Just not I even. No, where are they at? They just don't exist. And we didn't like. We didn't even get fucking yawn or like the I. I mean, I'm sure you're happy we didn't, but we didn't get like the giant spiders or yeah, or the, the fucking plants. the shark. <laughs> like, yeah, they they referenced the shark. Yeah, but come on, we you, are. I, gonna... I, well, I know, but like, doesn't like like we, we, there is so. That's why if this, I think a TV series, like yeah. have it be a little bit campy. We have seen with the Chucky TV show that camp can work, right? Let it be a little bit campy, and let's do a tv series of this stick yeah. to it bring in sd perry to write your fucking script because obviously she can adapt this shit and like this steer into it but if you're going to cast these characters wesker was a duplicitous agent from jump he wasn't being manipulated he wasn't trying to get out of the small dead feet town he was involved with umbrella yeah. from the beginning that is so that's why that's why i was trying to explain to michelle but it's okay he got his cool sunglasses so he could see at the very end. He wore the sunglasses before he fucking got turned into a fucking whatever. It that is that again. I mm-hmm. swallowed Leon because he's supposed to be a rookie cop. He was really stupid, but I felt the actor did a good job. Like I, I felt like yeah, it no, was I a agree. good he, casting. It was bad script. You know what I, I mean? I didn't like the I I was I didn't really like the character, but I like I think the actor did a good job. Exactly. I, I just, he was just yeah. stupid and like or comedic effect, which sometimes just it's doesn't work. It's not fucking Leon. No. Like, the next time you see Leon in a video game after this video game, he is the special agent for the fucking president of the United States. Like, he has to have some level of fucking competence. <laughs> I gave audio a one and a half. I was... Oh, I was that half point is for great acting performances, but the script was terrible. 90s music isn't going to save you from doing shit. There is no theme. And Wesker is offensive for trying to a do five. a good adaptation of the games. You ruined its most iconic villain. Yeah, I give it a four. Um, I, I genuinely do like. Well, I like the performances of yeah ninety nine percent of the characters. I agree. Well, ninety percent because that's why I was very clear to say I thought the acting was great. But the script oh, that, was that's the only thing I got shit. points here, and even that was held back because I mean Wesker is like a wet dog, yes, and Leon was okay, but like why, why, and there are other characters you can bring in for comic relief. Yeah, exactly. Like if you're going to have a franchise, you're trying to build a franchise off of this. Leon's a badass. Yeah, he is. <sighs> Maybe he's more suave than your Chris, right? But he's a badass. He's probably more. He's probably less of a badass than the other three. I'll say Claire, Chris, and Jill are more like straight up badass. But yeah. Leon is competent. He is cool. Yeah. And you, you mean fucking he fucking ruined him? He doesn't not shoot somebody and then 
shoot him or like, shoot someone in the ass like what the yeah. fuck dude like okay how scary hmm this is what i struggle with a lot because i feel like there are moments <laughs> yeah. that i feel like there was some legitimate building to horror um, the opening sequence with Lisa, Trevor, and Claire, even though it's oh, kind of like dumb, it's no, shot I think it works really though. well, and it's yes. very tense, which is really like, I really and enjoyed. And it, it's almost like to its detriment because for the rest of the movie, I was like, oh fuck yeah, okay, like yeah. I was unsure about this movie. When that happened, I was like, okay, you know, a little hokey, but if that's what this is, then fucking bring it on. When Irons gets pulled up by the liquor. I was like, oh, okay, we're going to get our liquors in this movie. And whenever we've seen liquors in the game or in the movies before, they're scary because. Yeah, this is a genuinely terrifying moment. They're, yeah, they're just, they're scary enemy type. Yeah. But like you hammered home in cinematography, <laughs> the, CGI oh, the CGI is so bad. I was like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. And the zombies, which are supposed to be scary, you said they can't decide whether they're going to be walkers, which is what they should be, or sprinters, like from 28 Days Later. So, like, I never know what I'm going to get. There's no differentiation between looking at them and what they're going to be. So it's like, okay, so what are we doing here with this? And I'm thinking, like, what are we doing? It's like, I don't care. Wesker isn't intimidating, because outside of Birkin, right, he's your other big bad guy. Yeah. But, like, Wesker's, like... Like, I, I gotta get out of this small town. Like, I just, like, I have to do it. Like, I don't want to do I, I would never would have shot the kid. Wesker would have shot all three of them in the fucking head, not thought twice about it. Yep. That's who Wouldn't ask questions. There wouldn't, wouldn't have been a standoff. He would have just shot him because Wesker is evil. He's evil. He's part of Umbrella. He's just a bad guy. Like, he brought this, that Bravo team there to kill them. Yeah. He basically brought them there to, like, test out his experiments. Yeah. And then Birkin, because. Like, I do think that the portrayal of him is pretty good, but, like, he has a love for his daughter, which really is never shown in the games, right? Like, Well, and it's, like, almost that coldness that makes Sherry. Yeah, right? exactly. And But, like, yeah. he's, like, protective of her. He, like, comes to her bedroom when she's scared. But, like, at the same time, the term, like, well, he's also testing on children. But it's, like, it's just I never bought into it any of like what they were trying to make scary and then yeah. because it was so fucking dark like it's like i can't see what's happening half the time and like that's not scary just because i can't see what's happening doesn't make a scary movie yeah like it can add to it like in the descent like we talked about right where it's like you're claustrophobic and you can't see and like you play with light to highlight your enemy types that's it's cool it's whatever and like even like dead space or doom 3 right where you had the flashlight component and that the lack of light makes it scary. Just because you underexpose the fucking film so it looks like shit does not mean that you're making it, you're being scary. Yeah, this movie is. Uh, oh man, I don't know what the fuck happened to them. I am. And it's just so sad because they had James <laughs> Wan. James Wan would have not let half this shit fly. I hope. I mean, who knows what that one looked like? You never know. Yeah, whatever. We'll um. I will basically second most of what you said. Um, there is like one shot that I do want to talk about just because it sure. genuinely kind of freaked me out. Um, it's after they hit the girl in the truck, which she's like hanging on. To, I don't know. That's fucking, yeah. that whole fucking thing was garbage too. 
But uh, Claire looks off into the woods, and I I have the brightness of my TV turned off like all the way, uh, so you can like just make some like a zombie out. In oh, the there distance. was actually something out there. Yeah, which is oh, I couldn't tell. Cool. <laughs> well, exactly. That would have been like, cool if I could have seen it. <laughs> it was cool and genuinely creepy. Yeah. But wow, I did not. That, I did not. I don't. I let my, my TV like auto adjust or whatever for like what's being played. Oh, pff, nah. And so nah, nah, it nah, didn't nah, do nah. that for me. I literally thought she was just staring off into the woods. No, it's uh, there was something there. zombie out there, miss, swinging a miss. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This just—it's a bummer. It's a bummer because like, again, like for the Mila films, we always had Mila. We always had like her being cool. We had Wesker, which was always super cool, and we had uh, it wasn't Birkin. We had whoever Daenerys Targaryen's spurned lover was. Uh, I can't remember his name. Neither can I. But you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, the scientist. Yeah, and like he was always fucking cool. Like yeah. even in that last movie where he was a clone and like it was being really stupid, he was still a scary bad guy. And we have none of that. We have none of that here. Like this is no, just, no. it is an utter disappointment. I gave it a two, and that one solid point came from the opening scene. I give it a three because I saw a zombie in the distance and it <laughs> looked kind of creepy. <laughs> All right, perfect. So let's review the scores. Plot, both gave it four. Cinematography, I gave it a two. You gave it a three. For audio, gave it a one and a half. You gave it a four. And for how scary, I gave it a two. You gave it a three. That gives it a here's Johnny final score of a 29. I'm actually a little bit surprised. I thought I was going to score higher than you because we talked about it through text. And I was like, oh, like, I actually like didn't hate it. Like these scores no, show that I, I hate it. The more I've chewed on it, the more I've come to not like it. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's just not worth it. Oh, time. man, Justin, it is one shot one spot excuse me outside of the bottom really it is yeah it's uh book of shadows blair witch 2 is right above with 30 percent, and right up below it entering the bottom 10 for this podcast is blair witch volume one rest in par with a 28 which is so where is the, the other where is the other i am rated? happy that you asked oh, uh, before we get into that though i do want to say a quote to screen rant from johannes roberts oh good is I that the reboot would be super episode. super scary and more faithful to the games and he just goes on apparently a bunch of times he like tells people that it's gonna well, be a super i'm happy scary that movie. he is comfortable tooting his own horn because i will not do it <laughs> do you want to go bottom up or uh best the worst or worst the best Oh, let's go worst to best. All right, so the worst one, according to our show, is Welcome Raccoon City. Uh, yep. 29%. Above it is Retribution with a 35%. That's the underground one where we get your least favorite character, Michelle Rodriguez, is back. Yep. In that one. Yeah. Yeah. We don't need to go into that. Final chapter, which was the last one in it with the clone scientist and like the, she turns into like a savior for the world <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, she dies in a yeah. And it's, yeah 46 afterlife which is the one in the prison where we get chris in the jail cell oh, okay yeah. oh yeah and we get uh oh uh, that's like the landing the plane yeah the asshole from um oh no never mind he, you're right the, 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 yeah. the, the grimy yeah. looking dude yeah yeah as a 49 extinction which is the third one with a 52 that's the one in the desert yeah, superpowers um, and all that bullshit. Yeah. That's when the superpowers start getting introduced. That's right. Apocalypse, which is the one with Nemesis, that's yeah. at 55%. And sitting all by itself, way up on top, is the OG with a 73%. It was a good movie. 
it's a good movie. I have recently yeah. rewatched it because it is a enjoyable fucking movie. So our uh, when the Netflix series we comes out, which is I just fucking closed my internet browser, but it's about Wesker's kids coming to new <laughs> Raccoon City. Uh, yeah, they can't make a worse Wesker. You know, well, Wesker's not in this. It's his kids. So, how are you gonna have his kids and not him? How are you gonna have his kids? Isn't he like a robot or some shit? No, he's a parasite. I I, I don't know. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll do it. I think it will be our second TV. So TV wise, we did Honey Hill House season one. Yep. We did Blood Sea, uh, which was a patron forced. Um, yep. With. Alex. Alex. Yeah. And then we did one episode of Goosebumps, One Day at Horrorland. Didn't we do Bly Manor? No. Oh. We might have talked about it, we never reviewed it. Yeah, it's probably for the best. I know you enjoyed it, but I did not. I'm a sucker for a love story, Justin. I know. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for a love story. So you so what you're saying is Jill and Wesker is like your favorite part of this. I'm a movie. sucker for a well told love story. <laughs> oh, okay, there you go. So that is our review of Welcome to Raccoon City. Uh, guys, if, if you are, like, thinking about watching this, I would say don't. Just play the fucking game. Yeah, really don't. Like, Just play a rematch. Just play a rematch. There are so many better things you can do with 80 minutes of your life. You, you could do Like watching dry. paint dry. <laughs> it's just... As you can tell by our scores... Any of the Mila Jovovich films is a more enjoyable Resident Evil experience. Than Even this. the bad ones. And trust me, there are horrible ones. Retribution is this a bad. very bad movie. Retribution, yeah. even though we have Ada and like Wesker is like controlling this manipulative underground city, and we have ruined Leon in that one too, and a ruined Barry in that one too, and just... Again, it is the reason why I think the first Resident Evil movie is so good is because they took elements of the franchise, but they told their own story. They have their own badass character who can build their own mythology around. They can still tie in other things to it. You don't yeah. need to do all this shit. And if you're going to do it, spend time with it. Bring in S.D. Perry. She knows how to adapt and just have her write your script. Yeah, I mean, really, if you want to stay stick like that close to the games, which clearly this did, but... Try to Tried. <laughs> Tried. <laughs> All right. We're going to play a commercial from a member podcast of the Kaleidoscope Media Network and head on into the closing. Ghosts. Split souls. Monsters. Sociopathic villains. Cold-blooded murders. And nightmares becoming reality. Does this sound like horror to you? Actually, these are all things that can be found in the Harry Potter series. It can be scarier than you might think. I'm Katie. And I'm Audrey. And in our podcast, Wizard Studies, we talk about all these parts of the wizarding world and even some more lighthearted stuff. We can be found anywhere you listen to your podcasts and on Instagram and Facebook as Wizard Studies Podcast and Twitter as Wizard Studies. Now back to your regularly scheduled horror talk on Here's Johnny. It's been a long time since we had a shitty, like a shitty, shitty thing. No, I don't think it was that long ago. No, like like this like this historically bad. I, I closed out of the master list, but I think it's been a long time. Oh, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna look right now. Um, right. so I closed okay. it so you can pull it up, but uh, sorry, uh, <laughs> it's okay. I'm pulling. I'm uh, gonna try to open up as well. 
Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the new one. What was that? I don't think it was 30, that low, though. 37. Still better than this. Uh, Scream 3. That was trash. That was trash. 22. Let's go games. Games. Mr. James. Um, Speaking of games, as you're looking for that. Blasto. <laughs> nothing will ever compare to Blasto. <laughs> But speaking of games, next week we are, like we said at the beginning, we are finishing up the Dead Space franchise as it sits right now with Dead Space 3. It was a yes. first time playthrough for me. Justin played it on launch and he has feelings about it and we'll discuss it. Um, I think it's going to be a really fun episode. Obviously, we had the creators on. We got to have their discussion. They were super cool because they didn't spoil anything for me, which was really awesome. We did tell them ahead of time that you hadn't played it. Yeah, but it was still really cool that they did that. Yeah. Um, but 1 and 2 scored really well. And I'm curious to see where Dead Space 3 will fall. And then I think it's going to be a really fun discussion, too, talking about our guess is where it's going to go next. Like with the remake? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's oh. a remake? Yeah. Oh, I it's thought it was a like a fourth No, entry. it's like a remake, reboot, remaster. Oh, well, that takes away part of the things I was planning for next week, then. <laughs> I thought well, it that's was... why you said that, and I was like, huh. Yeah, I, okay. I thought it was... I thought they were going to start retconning shit to... Okay. Okay, well, that's still part of the discussion next week. So if you have played Dead Space 3, if you have thoughts on the reboot, <laughs> uh, please send them in our way. I'm really excited to uh, review that one. Um, Justin, any last thoughts before we wrap this up ahead of the campfire? No, uh, but if you are a patron and you listen through Spotify or whatever, make sure to listen to this next part in on Patreon because it is potentially show changing I don't know what's coming guys thanks for hanging out with us and until next time stay scary the here's Johnny podcast is brought to you by Larry and Justin you can find the show on Twitter at here's Johnny cast and you can find Larry at Beaver LA. You can find Justin at Pickle Thing, and you can email the show at Here's Johnny Podcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook at Here's Johnny Podcast. As always, in the show notes, you can find links to the Discord and to the website. We are also on Instagram at Here's Johnny underscore podcast. Also, in the show notes, we'll have a link to the Twitch and YouTube channels. And if you would like to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Here's Johnny Podcast. Every cent goes into the show. And yeah, we just really use it to make the show better. Again, I just want to say thank you very much to our patrons. Uh, you guys help make this possible. But yeah, Patreon is the way we support the show. We aren't looking to get rich. And like Justin said, every dollar, every cent, it all goes back in. There's some pretty cool tiers. So head on and look at that. But until next week, see you guys later. <laughs>